your hosts for the podcast. And my name is Kaylee, and I'm our producer. And welcome back to the Main Green Money Podcast. Um, before we get started, we'll kind of just go, you know, talk. <laughs> Have some bands, some mad lad bands. Yeah, so how has school been for you, Kaylee? It's been good. It's interesting um, to see all the people on campus. Mm, yeah. It's, I'm not feeling it. How are you feeling? I'm not feeling it at all. <laughs> I definitely. Um, I feel like it's like, I feel like it's too many people, if that makes sense, especially because enrollment is up to 42,000 this semester. So it's like, that's a lot of people, especially after COVID. I feel like I have like COVID like anxiety or like mm. social anxiety, being around so many people and knowing that like it, we're still in a pandemic. And it's kind of, like, more so people's choice. It gives me, like, more anxiety. So, like, I don't want to be on campus because it's just so many people. Um, yeah, and then, like, well, it, even when I was on campus and it wasn't COVID, it was so empty. It was, like, walking around a ghost town. And now there's, like, it's, like, tens of thousands. Not, like, tens of But it's, like, thousands of people yeah. are, like, walking the same way you are. And it's kind of nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, with, the, like, Delta being out. And, like, uh, I think my major were a bit more liberal um and more uh like conscious of each other so like a lot of my classes everyone wears masks so I feel pretty safe but we still have like COVID cases yeah my classes they're more so small so a lot of everyone wears masks and if you don't like we can social distance in the class and everything um it has been kind of nerve-wracking getting like those uh COVID tracing emails where like your professor's like hey someone in your class got COVID just because like we're mandatory to go to class so it's like it's kind of hard to control. So it does give, like, some anxiety, but I definitely feel like there's also benefits to being back on campus uh, just because, you know, my freshman year got cut short. So I definitely like being back on campus because I miss, like, student orgs and being able to interact and see people um, and stuff like that. But, you know, there's pros and cons. Like, I hate the parking. I hate I can't oh, get anywhere. I hate <laughs> the parking situation. Yeah, I hate I can't get anywhere on time easily, like, easily accessible because, you know, last semester nobody was here, but I lived in Denton. So it was like I could come to the union and, not see anybody or yeah. go here, you know, look crazy and not be like, ooh, I might see somebody, you know? Yeah, and I can't find anywhere to sit and just do stuff. Yeah. Every table's taken, <laughs> every every secret hidden spot, someone's there. Yes, they've found it. I, mm, yeah. It's definitely, <laughs> it's kind of hard, like, even, like, there's um, a student work that, like, I used to go to all the time freshman year, and I didn't even go to the meet, like, their first meeting, because I was just so scared, because I was like, oh, I know all the freshmen are going to want to go, all the sophomore wanted to go, but they didn't get to go, mm-hmm. and then uh, us juniors and seniors, we've missed out on it, so everyone's going to want to go from those classes, too, so then it's like, everybody's going to be at the org meeting, yeah, I'm just going to stay at home, just because, like, I have to get there an hour early to even find a seat, and I don't know, but they said it's pretty cool, they said it was pretty cool, even though I missed it, but, yeah. We move. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and now we're in, like, higher level classes, so, like, I, I have to pay attention. Yeah, you have to go. <laughs> and I, ha- yeah, I literally, I cannot, like, miss a class. Yeah. Ugh. It's a lot, you know, different. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that goes into, you know, what we're talking about today, which would be, like, the beauty of being uncomfortable. I feel like even with, like, us being on campus and it is very uncomfortable, there's always, like, like I said, the good side to it. You do get to, you know, see your friends, you're interactive more, those favorite orgs and stuff have come back. Um, I love all the free food and the free drinks that UNT is giving out all the time because who doesn't love, you know, free, free things? Um, and that's, like, some of the stuff that, like, I've missed. And even just, like, the heart of campus, like, the spirit of campus, like, you can definitely tell, like, it just doesn't feel like a ghost town anymore. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like there's always, you know, beauty to the other side. Uh, the other side. Being uncomfortable. Um, to dive into the conversation... Mm-hmm. 
Um, I definitely feel like there is a beauty in being uncomfortable. Um, I The first time I ever heard of it was my freshman year orientation. My orientation leader um, was telling us about the beauty of being uncomfortable and how uh, sometimes you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to grow. Um, I definitely feel like it is like a testimony to my life now ever since freshman year like when she first told me I was like oh whatever like you know it's not that big of a deal but now that I've like grown I guess I'm seasoned now you know <laughs> since I've grown I definitely feel like it is something that I've had to go through time and time again and so sometimes I feel like we're so reluctant to try to be uncomfortable but then afterwards it's like oh my gosh because I was uncomfortable I gained so much so yeah no no I agree I think Lately, like in my life, me and my roommate have been out of sync, and it's mm -hmm. been really hard for us. Um, and uh, both of us are very like reluctant to come to each other when things are bothering us. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, we've been uncomfortable, and like we finally have like sat down and got through that uncomfortable thing of talking out our feelings and talking about like what is bothering us. How do we fix this? How do we make sure? It makes us sound like we're married, <laughs> but like it's it's almost like yeah. that where like we had to like talk about what we were feeling and how to fix that as roommates so we could feel better and sync and better as best friends too because you know we are best friends and so um and there's a beauty to that in uh learning from learning from being uncomfortable where you can go to that place and still be and where you go to that place um from being uncomfortable to comfortable and the beauty of that to be able to grow as a person i think that's really important yeah i definitely feel like um, I've been in that same situation, but I feel like the beauty of being uncomfortable can be applied in so many different aspects of your life. Like you said, with you and your roommate, um, I've socially had to be uncomfortable for me to grow. Um, like, obviously, money management, financially, I've, t I've had to be uncomfortable so that I could grow and so that I could learn things. Um, academically, I've had to be uncomfortable. Um, I feel like there's so many aspects or, like, experiences that I've had with being uncomfortable um, that have really benefited me in, like, the long run. Um, an example, like we were saying, like COVID and everything, when we got sent home from COVID, it definitely was very different for me. Um, from being, going from graduating high school, going to college and getting like that freedom and then going back to leaving, in, leaving at home with your parents. Like I know everybody can relate. Like it's just something that was very uncomfortable because you're now you're used to being free and not having to ask anybody when you have to leave. And then we're in lockdown. You can't go anywhere. So you're mm -hmm. stuck. Um, I definitely feel like that was very, very uncomfortable for me. Um, it did take a big toll on me as far as like you know mental health and stuff like that so it was a definitely like uncomfortable position um one of the major reasons is because I wasn't working um I've been working since I was 15 so like I'm so used to working and making my own money so during COVID being broke and you can't work because you can't leave your house and when you can leave your house it's like you have to be very restricted you can only go for certain times and then at that point in time I also didn't have a car so it was like, oh, we're stuck in COVID, we're stuck in quarantine, I don't have a car, and I can't work. So I was just really, really, really stuck. And for a while, it really did get to me. Like, I very much so was uncomfortable. Um, and I used to always think, like, oh, why? Like, why is this happening to me? You know, why am I having to sit in this uncomfortable state for so long? Um, and so I was applying for jobs, I got denied, I was going, applying for jobs, wasn't even getting interviews, wasn't getting hearing back, and it was just very, very uncomfortable. And I feel like there, not, you know, everybody has a higher power, but I feel like there was like a greater good going on, um, and there was beauty to me having to sit in that uncomfortable situation, mm -hmm. because towards the end of quarantine, I got my job here. 
and it was I feel like I had to be uncomfortable I had to wait for so long because the best job for me was waiting but I just wasn't ready for it then mm -hmm. or oh the best outcome that was there for me but it wasn't presented to me yet or I had to go through something else to get there and so I feel like a lot of the time that is what happens when we get in uncomfortable situations and we'll sit there and be like oh why am I so like this why is my life like this why is this so hard uh, why do I have to put in all the extra work to do this when the outcome that we might be wanting we're not prepared for yet or we haven't grown or we have to go through something else before we can get to like you know the big accomplishment and it sounds so like cliche it sounds like you know seeming like I'm just from you know higher power or whatever but it is something that like I definitely feel like all students go through and I feel mm -hmm. like all college students specifically go through um, and not even just like you know the working situation even academically like maybe being in a classroom and you don't see anyone that looks like you mm -hmm. now you're uncomfortable but you learn something more so in that classroom from that and not even just you learning from them but also you can teach them something that you they wouldn't have gotten from somewhere else so that mm -hmm. is the beauty of you having to sit in that uncomfortable situations that you might be able to teach someone else something or you might be able to give back to someone else so I feel like so a lot of the times we let uncomfortable get us in a rut mm -hmm. and it doesn't always have to be that way no yeah I definitely agree um I think uh, something that like you said about how um, every college student goes through it think like uh to be hip and relevant the tiktoks of all these people being like my first week of college and then a lot of them dropping out yeah. was really interesting to me um and it kind of fits with this because obviously they're uncomfortable they've been inside they've been stuck doing online high school and now they're thrown into this situation and they're not prepared for it and I think um I, I mean I don't want to shame them at all and mm -hmm. that's their own choice but I think it's interesting of how you know they are uncomfortable and beauty of the situation of um, the people who did stick through, mm -hmm. not saying that the people who didn't are not beautiful mm -hmm. and didn't learn something from this, didn't learn that they weren't ready, but going through that I think is really important. Um, it's an important step in life. Um, I went through it even when before you know we got shut down for COVID. I had a, a whole week where I was like, I want to die. I do not want to be here. I want to go home. And uh, from that, I learned how to be more independent and take care of myself. And so I think it's a that's a beauty of the uncomfortableness of at least entering college. Yeah, and that's definitely like an aspect that I didn't even think about. Like I have mentees that are just now coming into college, and the transition is very hard. Like, a lot of them were telling and talking to us about how the pandemic hit them and how, like, hard. And so, for us, it's kind of like, it hit, but it hit very differently for mm -hmm. us than it did for them. Just because not only did they not get those last two years of high school, or they didn't get, you know, prom and, you know, homecoming and things of that nature. But it's also, some people have toxic home situations. Some mm -hmm. people don't like being at home. Some people were stuck at home. Some people don't even have a home to go back to. And so, sometimes, like, the transition to come to college is very uncomfortable, but it's also, like, a beauty that maybe this is your home away from home. Or maybe mm -hmm. you're going to gain something from this. Not only just, like, your degree, but, you know, you gain your friends. You gave your long, long, your lifelong family you might leave the, meet the love of your life you know mm -hmm. other stuff but I definitely feel like that is that is very interesting like how you know they're showing like being very just transparent about this is uncomfortable mm -hmm. and this is something that more people should be talking about and I also feel like that's sometimes the issue with I guess not really society but like our generation is that we are so reluctant to talk about being uncomfortable um 
a lot of the time, especially with social media, you'll see like the, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. productivity culture. Talk mm-hmm. to TikTok where, oh, I wake up at 5 a.m. go to the gym. I do this, I do that. And that's not normal. No. Um, Which is a later podcast <laughs> where we talk about productivity yeah. culture. And then also like, um, just like example, like, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. A lot of the entrepreneurs that I see that post things, they only post their wins. They don't mm-hmm. post the losses. losses and that's I feel like that's something that should be normalized is that we should be very open and vocal about this makes me uncomfortable this is uncomfortable this is the losses that I had to go through before I saw the wins so that more people are okay with being uncomfortable and okay with understanding okay sometimes I have to lose before I can win sometimes I have to sit in an uncomfortable position before I can get to the place that I'm supposed to be getting to or okay sometimes I have to put myself in an uncomfortable position so that I can level up to a higher position if that makes sense but I also feel like it's very hard to do that because the stigma that we have in our generation is like oh like you only post what you win or like oh like you have to look like this person be doing this to do that and we're only 18 19 20 mm-hmm. like there's only so much you can do at 18 19, 19 20. 20 like everybody can't be a multi-million dollar billionaire like everybody not everybody can do forex not everybody you know not everybody can be making all this money and doing all these things because sometimes you are in that stage of being uncomfortable and this is your season of being uncomfortable. Like, oh, I'm not making all the money I want to right now, but I'm getting an education and not everybody can get an education. Um, so I definitely feel like sometimes it is better to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or like you said, like talking to your roommate and having those conversations. Even just saying like, hey, like this is hard for me. This is something that I'm not used to. Because I know for a lot of people, especially my friends, even sitting down when you have an issue, it's like uncomfortable and it's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> because not everybody is like, was raised to where, oh, when I have an issue, I come sit down and mm-hmm. talk about it. So even to just take the step forward to say like, hey, this is something that is very foreign or very uncomfortable to me, but I'm going, instead of running away from it, or instead of sitting in my same old habits, I'm going to take the step forward to learn or to grow from this and stop sitting in where I'm comfortable and let me put myself in a position where I'm uncomfortable so I can be so I can get access to new things or so I can learn more so that I can grow as uh, as a person because I feel like even if like example sitting down and talking to someone if you avoid every conversation when you bump into everyone you're never gonna grow you're never gonna learn how to communicate you're never gonna improve those communication skills until you decide to say one day okay I'm sick of losing people let me go sit down and talk and say okay this is my issue so that I can like Mm-hmm. grow mm-hmm. because you can't just sit around you know be 30 and not know how to communicate if that makes sense so yeah yeah and, and to kind of piggy off of what you're saying and the like people not bringing up their failures I find a lot of that in my major specifically mm-hmm. I'm a film major I I don't think we've ever done like an introduction <laughs> of who we are but that's fine um But, like, as a film major, it's always about the successful shorts. How successful is your short? How successful is this? What film festivals are you getting into? What jobs are you getting? And no one really talks about the uh, freelance aspect of Mm -hmm. the not getting jobs and the um, all the movies that never get made because of money or they're not good or anything. Um, We don't talk about that a lot, and I kind of like to know about that because you kind of have to get that reality check that there's going to be times when you're working on a project and you're not going to see the end of it and I learned and I learned that summer I learned or I learned that lesson this summer about a project I worked on and I was like oh poop this is (laughs) this is the industry like this is what happens you know 
Um, I don't know if that has any relevance to what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, but definitely. About. Like, it could be seen in, like, in that aspect or even just, like, I could think of it being related to other aspects. Like, you know, everyone our age is, like, or, you know, junior, senior, you're trying to find internships or we're trying mm-hmm. to find jobs for when we graduate. And sometimes, like, for me, I hate having to go on Handshake and look through everything and find an internship that, like, applies to me. Or having to alter my resume to every application I have to go through. That is, like, so time tedious to me, and it's just something that, like, I just don't find enjoyable to do. But, and it makes me very much so uncomfortable because it is an aspect that it's like, oh, how is this employer going to take me just based off of this? I don't really know. Or this is just new territory, new ground, especially because um, my parents didn't graduate college. So it's like I don't really have someone to kind of like guide me through all of this. So it is something that's very blind uh, going into and very uncomfortable. But it's also like I could get an internship if I apply myself in the position where I'm uncomfortable and go look through handshake. Or let's go do these resumes and let me go set up an appointment to help somebody to find someone to help me do it. So that I can still, I'll still be uncomfortable. But at least I'm putting myself in a position where I'm uncomfortable so that I can gain something. Um I definitely feel like that's just a step that a lot of us are going to have to learn how to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, bring it back to finances. Um, financially, that is something that is very hard for people. Um, I know from working here, you can, you know, test somebody. Uh, <laughs> it's hard for students to come and say, I need help. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I don't know how to do this by myself. This is bigger than me. And for a lot of times, that's what it is. It's this is bigger than me. And I'm not knowledgeable. I'm not all knowledgeable. I don't know what to do. And that's when, you know, Free promo, you come in and you come sit sit down with one of us and uh, we kind of guide you through it. But it's also, it is the reality of you have to be uncomfortable sometimes to grow. Well, and I think especially with money, money is such a taboo topic um, in American culture at least. that like it is so hard to come and like we see that every day like when people come to the front desk Mm -hmm. it's just a constant reminder of how hard it is and I think this job has done a good job of like numbing me to those Mm -hmm. conversations where I'm like I will talk money I'll talk shop with you like about money um because I I have to do it all day and we're coaching and so um but yeah definitely I think money is a, a hard and Shout out to another episode of yeah. ours, our tough money conversations. Um, no, yeah, definitely finances is an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. And I feel like even like the advice or what we talked about tough money conversations, I feel like that is being uncomfortable. I feel like mm-hmm. that's one of the first steps in finances for college students. You know, if we're being very real here, the most uncomfortable part of finances is having to have that tough money conversation. Having to put yourself in an uncomfortable spot to tell your parents, hey, back off. Having to put yourself in a comfortable spot to say, hey, I have this huge tuition balance. I don't know how I'm going to pay for it. Let me go talk to someone. Um, and a lot of time it does. I feel like it's pride. I feel like for us. Oh, we feel for like, sure. I feel like for us, we feel like, oh, like I'm in my 20s. I'm out of my parents' house. I'm grown. Like, I don't need help. You know, I miss my, I miss do it all. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, oh, it's hard to accept this is uncomfortable. I'm not, you know, the best or knowledgeable where I'm at right now. And let me get assistance. And sometimes that is very hard. I feel like, again, your pride gets in the way. And you have to kind of step back and say, okay, would I rather be uncomfortable and grow? Would I rather be uncomfortable and get to a solution? Or do I want to sit where I'm comfortable and still be in the same spot? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was something that was like kind of hard for me, especially because I'm the type of person to where um, I'm very much so open to learning, but it's also like sometimes I feel like I know everything. 
And yeah. it's like you don't know everything. everything. And obviously, it's always somebody that can teach you something. And with finances, like you said, it's such a taboo topic that people don't really want to talk about. But it is something that's going to affect you in every stage of your life. So it's like, why would you... Why would you wait until after you've graduated to take the step to be uncomfortable when you can take it now and be more knowledgeable when you're done, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, if it was me, I would want to do it that way. I don't know about everybody else, but I would want to do it that way, personally. I'd rather be uncomfortable while I'm still in college so I can get the help and I can get it for free, but I actually pay for it in my tuition versus, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's like that meme, the Jay-Z meme, where it's like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was going to talk about the one where it's like, to 500k or to talk to yes. Jay-Z. No, that's definitely how it is. Like, <laughs> 500k or do you want to talk to Jay-Z? Honestly, for me, I'm going to take the 500k, you know, flip but it so where I can sit at the table at Jay-Z. Z. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. but it's also like you have to be uncomfortable. Comfortable. You have to learn <laughs> how to that is okay. How to, how to talk to Jay-Z. You have to learn how to talk to Jay-Z. Because I feel like if you sit at the table with Jay-Z, he's going to tell you you should have got the 500k. Yeah. That's the first thing I'm going to tell you is you should have got the yeah. 500k. No, and he did. He <laughs> quote tweeted that and said, take the 500k. Thank you. That's the, 500K. That's, the, um, that's the decision that you should have made. But it's also the decision of, okay, 500k, sitting down with Jay-Z. Being, un- being comfortable and not moving anywhere, being uncomfortable, and maybe I'm going to get further mm-hmm. down the line. Um, and I feel like that, you know, it goes to all stages. I don't feel like there's something that stops once you're 20. I feel like even when you're 30 or 40, 50, you're going to be in places where you're uncomfortable. You're going to have to push yourself to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable. It's easier said than done. They, there's a reason they say the 20s are your hardest part of your life. Yes. It's easier said than done, most definitely, to, you know, be uncomfortable, but it's also worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of, like, the main things I want to give everyone is that, it is hard. We're not saying it's easy. We're not saying that it's going to come easy, but it is very much so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also want to say, like, we're not experts. We're still learning. <laughs> we're still we're, being uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're still being uncomfortable. We have not. Uh, I'm only 20, yeah. so and so is Destiny. Yeah, she's but about to be 21, but <laughs> but it's also like take your time. I feel like that's another thing. I feel like sometimes we brush to kind of push ourselves to go outside of our boundaries so far out that it's like. You're not learning. You're just trying to push yourself to do so far from what you're so used to that you're not easing mm-hmm. your way into it. Because, like, it's an example. Like, even going, like, if you want to go vegan, you don't just cold turkey go vegan. You're going to relapse, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like you kind of have to take it in increments or take it, you know, baby steps uh, along the way to get to where you feel okay with being uncomfortable. And then it's not too uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Because I feel like if you get too uncomfortable, it's kind of like it's easier to give up. It's easier to say, okay, let me retreat back to what I know. Uh-huh. And I feel like you have to kind of like ease your way into it. Yeah. Even if like, even if that's like, with your finances, even if that's, you are not comfortable coming to sit down to have a coaching session. Okay. Look something up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's download a budgeting app. Let's create a new habit that's very uncomfortable. Um, for me, it, being uncomfortable definitely, for right now, it deals more so with, like, self-care. Um, I have horrible, like, self-care habits. Like, I definitely am the type of person that forgets, like, to put on my agenda. Self-care, like, take time <laughs> for yourself. Um, so being uncomfortable definitely, for me, is, like, I have never had a morning routine. And I literally have to try to force myself to have a morning routine. But I know it's going to be worthwhile in the end. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm going, like, every time I complete the morning routine, my day just feels so much better. And, yes, I'm uncomfortable because I'm going to have to get up 15 minutes earlier so that I can make sure that I'm on time, time to complete it. But it's more worthwhile at the end of the day. And it is a better habit that I'm forming. 
or even like I love me some lemonade I love me some spray but water is just so good for me and it's very uncomfortable <laughs> for me to go through the drive-thru and they ask you what do you want to drink not saying lemonade saying yeah. water but it's more worthwhile yeah so I feel like even being uncomfortable in or, small things in yeah small things. you can take it in small things it doesn't just have to be something huge like oh let me go to a school dance because I don't have friends if you have social anxiety that's okay that's a big thing that's a but, big step yeah no maybe it might just be let me go to an org meeting Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, let me sit next to somebody else that is sitting by themselves on campus at lunch and see, like, hey, like, do you, like, do you want to talk to someone? It can be something so small or so, like, minu- what is it, like? Minuscule? Yeah, minuscule. And it doesn't have to be something grand every mm-hmm. single time. But at least you're taking the effort to take the step towards being uncomfortable because that's where growth starts. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. <laughs> no. But that's, like, my piece. I don't really, you know have much else to kind of give I don't either I think I think we've said some good stuff mm-hmm. um do we have any over over uh, I'm trying to figure out how we should conclude this like um any like final uh, final like, words final words um if I was to give you the wise words of destiny I would definitely say <laughs> um there is beauty in being uncomfortable um it is worthwhile um it is valuable um take the step or at least try like if you're listening to this try tomorrow to do something uncomfortable try to do something that does not make you that is outside of your comfort zone even if that's like you have you went and bought this new outfit piece that you really want to wear but you're so scared to wear it out wear it and i promise you somebody will probably compliment you on it Mm -hmm. and somebody will probably be like or somebody might gain confidence from you just seeing that you gain confidence from wearing what you wanted to wear because you never know how that's going to affect someone so final words for me is you know take the step to be uncomfortable take them in baby steps and ease your way to it do you have any final words kim um in the final words (laughs) of kaylee um i say to embrace the, uh, the impending doom or the impending idea of that you're going to be in an uncomfortable situation and to just try and take it with grace and try and figure it out and try not to avoid it and kind of just live life. I don't know. <laughs> definitely give yourself grace. Yeah, that is give that yourself grace. Everyone going to have to learn is give yourself grace. It's and, not and, going to happen. And actually, my final words is give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Uh, don't put yourself down even when you're in these uncomfortable situations and you're like I don't like give yourself grace that is my final words we love to see it so um with that thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Mean Green Money podcast um follow us on all of our social media um it should be unt underscore money um come in and see us at chestnut hall suite 115 if you like to you know see Kaylee and I um sit down for a coaching session or anything and we will see you on the next episode